Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I am Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Bricks Oglesby. What the fuck is up? Gamers? Gamers. Hey. Hi, how you how you feeling? How you doing? A good. It's a good one for me, because summer's over. <laughs> the, the party's over. But yeah, Drew McIntyre says, your party's over. And <laughs> Does so, he? I'm not familiar with his work. Yeah. So this, yeah, we're talking about a wrestling album this week, so let's just get right into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing another wrestling one. Um... But yeah, Drew McIntyre, when he showed up in 2009 and he fucking sucked even more than he does right now, he would he would beat up R-Truth and then he would say, R-Truth, your party's over. That's a good accent. Yeah, I had to listen to it every fucking week. <laughs> uh, I still kind of have like a couple weeks left of summer. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that because the second I turned off my air conditioning to record this podcast, I started sweating immediately. Yeah, I was, I, again, I, I think I said it last week, but like, I really empathize with your AC situation now. It's, that, I've, that I've been in the hotbox studio. Please, I, I want to see my shadow, which means it's <laughs> cold now and I can wear hoodies in my house. But. Oh, do you want to know my favorite Drew McIntyre joke? <laughs> Lay it on me. Um, what's the difference between, uh, Drew McIntyre and this party? Drew McIntyre isn't over. Yeah, the part your party's over. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the only information you had about Drew McIntyre. So that was kind of a layup. But. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I just followed your train of thought on that one. Yeah, it's a good it's of, a good joke though, I, and I they made me laugh online. Uh, hey, this week, I I did I picked the album this time. Mm-hmm. It's Eddie's choice. Eddie's choice, and I picked "Red Eyed Soul" by the World Inferno Friendship Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get too much into it, what did you think of it? I gotta be honest with you and say that I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I liked it a lot, actually. It's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I was really... I know that we, we talked about this and how, like, the, the, the first act of Fun Point, the first probably, like, half of a year, I guess, mm-hmm. is is theoretically, it's, you know, getting into, like, setting our tastes. Mm-hmm. So, but I still, I, you know, the, the title is a, it's, it's a play on words of I'm, I'm forcing you to listen to this thing. Yeah. But you've only forced me to listen to stuff that I like to hear so far. Well, we'll see, we'll see how long that lasts. Because by the, surprise. by the time we're in episode, like, 35, and I make you listen to Ghost or something. Yeah. Then, then we'll see. But. I've seen a lot of memes that have been mean to Ghost. They're very, I like Ghost a lot, but they're very easy to make fun of. Mm-hmm. And but that's kind of like part of it is like they're very goofy, but yeah. like they're they the thing is they're serious about how goofy they are like they're in on it. So yeah, okay. So you, I don't I don't know how I I like it to me, and it's Scooby Doo music. Yeah, and, I do like I like the Scooby Doo music. Uh, but this is not that. Inst- no, instead of instead of like about it, Mystery <laughs> Inc. are fash. Yeah. It, they are just cops. Instead of, uh, like, pop Satan music, this is, like, circus anarchist music? Uh-huh. And I like to hear it. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm gonna, I gotta give you, so, I, I, I think I teased this a couple times, but I have a long history with this band. I don't even remember how I, like, found them. You were probably in it, based on the number of members. I, based, I was probably, uh, yeah, I, I played... <laughs> I played both the drums and the accordion for the World Inferno uh-huh. Friendship Society. But 
I've seen them twice, and both they their biggest show of the year uh-huh. is on Halloween, and it's called Hollow Miss, which is also like a real thing apparently. I don't know, like a Christmas but Halloween both. Yeah. Okay. And it, the first one I saw was in 2008, and I went to it by myself. And it was fun, and there were pumpkins and, like, balloons and fires and fun stuff. Uh, and I got home around four... Actually, I got to my aunt's house, who I lived with at the time, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I got there around four, four o'clock. So uh-huh. then I had to get ready for bed and went to bed. And then I woke up at seven in the morning to take my SATs. <laughs> And here you are. And here I am now. So And you did it. I did it. I did, did you play I don't, 99th percentile. I did one year I did get in the top one percentile of uh the English testing in New York. Mm. So I have that under my belt. And then the math was just cancelled. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I didn't have to do I math. I lost my score. I, uh I got like a slightly above average grade. Kids, if you're listening to this, the SATs, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Don't worry, just join join student government. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you're good. And uh, but the next year, that's where, that's that's the big the big event. Uh-huh. Because, the ACT. Uh, yeah, because uh, like listening to this band directly influenced where I am in my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> not not because of my SAT scores. Allow me right. to explain. Uh, so I have two, actually two things to thank for this. One is the World Trade Friendship Society. The other is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Because uh, at Hollowmas, you dress up in your Halloween costume and you go and have fun. And that year, 2009, I said, I'm going to be the funny green man from It's Always Sunny. Ah, yes, the funny green man. Uh, yeah, so I did that. And, that. and it was me and a couple of my friends. My one friend, Chris, who played Rainbow in the Dark for me in eighth grade, he went... <laughs> and another friend who we aren't close with anymore. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We all went, and we were just like going there and having fun. And then these two were girls they also colors of men. No, they were like Chris was. Uh, I think he was like a greaser, and then okay. other friend who won't be named was just there as an asshole. So, okay. uh, gotcha. I we went, and then these two girls came up to us, and they were like, "Hey, green man!" And I was like, "Yeah, that's who I am." Hell yeah. And then we just, like, hung out with them a little, and then that was it. And, like, we enjoyed the concert, and then, like, after we left, it was very, like, almost a Tumblr post, because they were outside, and these guys were hitting on them, and you could tell they were uncomfortable, and we were like, oh, hey, our friends, what's up, you know? Mm -hmm. So we pulled one of those moves, and then they actually knew who we were, so it worked. And then we just, like, hung out. For, for pretty much the whole night. And nice. it was my first, like, wow, this is what it's like to have cool fun as an adult. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a pretty adult night. Like, we, I was like, wow, we went to a park in Manhattan late at night and smoked cigarettes. And I was dressed as my favorite Charlie <laughs> Kelly character. And, from and I was the green man the entire time. Uh, And then, so whatever, we went, like, left. And then I slept at my friend's house. And then a couple days later, they were like, hey, come to tonight come to this ugly sweater party at our college. Okay, and I said, I'm okay. To connect the dots. I said, okay, first of all, I don't have one of those. And secondly... All my sweaters look good as hell. And secondly, you just told me about that today, so I don't have time to prepare. They're like, whatever, just come. So we went, and it was fine, and we had fun, and I drank whiskey for the first time in my life and didn't die, but it was mm-hmm. bad. Um, then a couple weeks later, one of the girls we met was like, hey... Uh, my friend thinks you're cute. 
And I said, oh, worm? <laughs> and uh, friends and followers of the show, so- sorry to spoil this, but that girl had the name of Kim. The name of, yeah, Kim. The her. famous name of the producer of the show. And then we met, and that's my wife, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so by listening to this band, I indirectly met Kim. And now... Okay, because I was doing the funny meme of the the middle-aged white woman doing math in the air about this story because I, I didn't think that Kim was like a big World Inferno Friendship Society anarcho-punk fan. Yeah. But I thought that you like sort of met through a concert, so now it all it all tracks. Yeah. So the very there's many like strings connected on this Pepe Silvia board. Yeah. And is this is this the band where you can see like a picture of yourself in the past? Oh yeah. Uh thanks for reminding me. Let me just open up my uh my photo. So like I wanted to find pictures of like a Holomus celebration because it's goofy and there's like balloons yeah. and stuff everywhere. And I just typed in like Holomus two thousand nine or whatever. And like one of the first <laughs> links was some guy's was that website like Flickr or something yeah. or whatever? Like that, he had a page of that just with that title. And I was like, oh, sick, let me look here. And uh, if you look closely, I'll DM this to you on the Discord. You can oh, see yeah. a, a distinct, uh, in this crowd. Yeah, so there's kind of a <laughs> lot of hands that are human colored. <laughs> and there's the singer in there. And then there's just like sort of a Coach Z looking green hand. There's one green hand pointing to the heavens. It's a pretty good spot. You must have had to elbow some people for that. I was all over, like, as we mentioned before, we don't dance. But, like, I danced at the show. We're a dance-negative podcast. Like, the spirit took me, and I was just all over the place. That's one of my things about this band, is that, like, you can hear the circle pit in some of these songs. Yes. You know? (laughs) Exactly, yes. Um, So, should should we get into it? Yeah, we got that feel good story. Yeah. And now let's uh let's dive into the the fucking 15 track album. They're making albums longer and longer these days. It's 15 tracks, but it's not really that long. It's like 40 yeah, something minutes. I, I some of the albums that I have prepared for you are are longer. Much longer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first track on this album is called Brother of the Mayor of Bridgewater. And it's very good. <laughs> It's very good. I love the but but I have been singing that kind of all week. It's sort of taken up the Selena Gomez yeah. lobe like, in my head. The, it, it immediately starts with like the drums, and the first thing you hear is like, "Hey!" <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "Yes." I really, yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of the albums. I like it when an album you start it up and then it kicks you in the teeth with what genre it is. Yeah, this is and this is one of those. Uh, I have been trying to find because like this is definitely a band that's better live because it's so wild all the mm-hmm. time. So I've been trying to find like videos to post, but they're all terrible quality. Uh, yeah. But a fun thing about this song is when they play it live, the sing- the singer, Jack Terrycloth, as he's known. Natch. Not, not birth name, but good character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he introduces it, and he says, circle that A, motherfucker. <laughs> before this song. And when uh, I was a teenager, I said, I don't know what that means. But, but now I get it. Circle, is it ass? It's the famous symbol of anarchy. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an A with a circle. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. I thought it was ass. Um, it, I mean, it could be, depending on who made yeah. it. Uh, there are uh, a couple things we should note up front about this character of Mr. Terrycloth. Uh, okay. Some things he likes are drinking, 
and not yeah. enunciating his lyrics. I, so it's not just me. No, it's, 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 that's how it is. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm well known and famous for not being able to hear what the lyrics are. So I just kind of sing phonetically, but there was just kind of no hope on this one. I didn't like, I've listened to this band for over 10 years now and I didn't even know the lyrics un- until I looked them up for the show. Great. Because sometimes he just kind of making noises. You are Mr. 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 Better Miss Mark. Like, I don't know what you're saying, but... it's good. I like it. He... So... He is not a great singer, but he's, like, an amazing performer. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like Meatloaf. He's kind of like Meatloaf. He's a lot like Meatloaf. Yeah, if you think about it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um... This song's not about Nazis, right? Um... They don't like them. I didn't think so. But then there's the part where it's like, you were mis mis missed as the men of the Bismarck, which I think is like a Nazi ship. They have an entire album about Peter Lorre, the actor of like okay. old times. And it's like his life story. And he fled Germany like right before the Nazis took over or something. Uh-huh. So, so probably not. Probably not the Nazis. Yeah, because even, even, yeah, in this... It's a pretty anti-fash album. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, what are... I just, I didn't know why they sang about that particular boat. But also, I don't know jack shit about world history, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Oh, uh, also... I like to hear it. Also, I'm keeping on trend because World Inferno is billed from Brooklyn, New York, but Jack mm-hmm. Terry Cloth, the singer, is from New Jersey, so... Like, the, the, the character and the person who plays the character? Yes. Okay. So, we're two for two on New Jersey albums from me. Nice. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm chalking this one up as y- the test confirmed it was the New Jersey. Yeah. Um, I I also like songs that... How have you ever listened to the Doorsman Jim Morrison and his band? Yeah, I don't like to do that. Well, I mean, you're going to have to someday, so mm-hmm. just bring to rip that band-aid off. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's, a, it's bad, but I like it. Um, you know the one song, Touch Me, by... Uh, Jim and his band. I guess I would come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Touched me, babe. Yeah, you know that one? Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of at the end, he just says, stronger than dirt, kind of for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I love when songs end like that. They, there's this, a lot of that. It does that. This, uh, yeah. This dude have it. Oh, you like it. <laughs> yeah. I do. Right. <laughs> I do. You're right. <laughs> I do like it. There's a lot of just asides on this of him just being like, fuck you, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, He's like his own Migos. He is. <laughs> Except instead of saying, like, a cool word, it's just kind of him going like, Yeah! <laughs> uh, missed ya! Missed ya! Missed ya. Uh, just in terms of the lyrics, let us now speak of brave men who live their lives just as they would have it, is, like, sick dude. I like it. I like it. There's also a lot of, like, because it's hard to understand what he's saying sometimes, and also he does that thing where lines, like, run over. Mm-hmm. Or does very, like, unexpected things with the syllable- syllables and where they land. Yeah, he does, like, the me in the rap circle thing where it's like, I have a sentence that regardless of the beat, I'm gonna get it all it's out. Gonna, yeah, you're gonna get all the syllables out. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. I like it. It's yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a highlight for me. Uh, the second song on this album is called The Velocity of Love. And mm-hmm. it's, hey, guess what? It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's science shit, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, when this starts, the just like the clean guitar and the drums, it sounds so good. Yeah, it's very, it's like, 
Dare I say it's a little pop punky. It's a little pop punky. And then the, the bass, the fucking bass. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Can um, I just say that every time that you imitate bass, especially with like this album that I'm not super familiar with beyond this week, mm-hmm. I always, since we started this podcast and since maybe we met, I've always thought you were doing the beginning of Zoot Suit Riot. <laughs> How does that go? I don't remember it. It's just, I mean... <laughs> Listen, you'll have to get used to it. Just just rip that band-aid off now. Okay. But it's the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's that, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, that's that's where all bass comes from, is Zoot Suit Riot, so... From, yeah, the Cherry Pop and Daddies. Yeah, who we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, this one is about, like, uh... Of, of romance? It's like love, but it's speed only traveling in one direction. Yeah. The velocity of love. Mm-hmm. From one fine fuck up to another. If a fight is what yeah, you want, you'll get it's it. It's about Harry Styles. Yeah. A lot of these songs are about, like, drinking and love and fighting. Mm-hmm. The holy trinity of anarcho-punk. <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's the triangle, and you have to pick two at the expense of the other. Um, This one, when when this the vocals come in, he says, Can I do a Jack Terry Cloth voice? We argued about the big stuff, money, drugs, and sex. And sex. For a long time, I thought he said murder, drugs, and sex. (laughs) And I was like, what are those things? What are you arguing about? Me and my girlfriend argue about murder. About murder. We should be on the same page with this one. Yeah. But I guess we're just too different. But then we passed, we argued about murder, but then we, I guess, we, I guess we fucked and that's what the velocity of love means. Yeah. He's not, he's not counting coins. He's talking about his pump speed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Great job, buddy. Biting lips, falling hard into the velocity. We get some accordion in this one. Yeah, it, it, it's sort of. It it helped me in that Jack Terry Cloth was like, hey, you Gogo Bordello was one of the five bands that you've listened to in your life. Mm-hmm. Here's some accordion. Um, and I said thanks. There's been like a couple, I don't know, famous, but like more well known people who have played in this band. And the accordion player for a while was Franz Nicolay, who did stuff with like the Hold Steady and Against Me. And oh, they, nice. the, the drummer from the Dresden Dolls was in the band for a while. Okay. Who I don't like, but he's a pretty good drummer. Mm-hmm. And everyone else has just been like twelve bands that I've never heard of. So, yeah. Man, against me is good. Against me is good. Sorry, I was just like, <laughs> we, we we might talk about against me later in this episode. So listen, we're going to talk about against me a lot. <laughs> yeah. So foreshadowing. Yeah. Or as it's known now, as soon as you know this one trick of telling stories, they'll never be the same again. They'll be ruined mm. for you forever. Right. <laughs> That's one thing you could say. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next song on here is Your Younger Man, which is a story about being involved in a, a relationship with a, shall I, a, a cougar, as they know. So that's what this... Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you're here on this podcast. Because <laughs> if it was just me and it was like, what's, hey, what's, what's fucking Annie the Imaginary Lawyer, lawyer about... <laughs> Can't help you, buddy. Can't, See you next week. Yeah, I don't know. This is where the, like, him just kind of making noises starts. That's how it sounds. 
See, because I kind of thought it was, see, that line, it was downtown where none of us will ever be afforded to live again. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's a mood because, like, mm-hmm. you know, the rising prices of houses, we're never, we're all in our mid to late 20s and we can't foresee a path where we're as secure as our parents. Like, mm-hmm. damn, that's really deep, Jack. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's kind of about fucking an older person, huh, probably. <laughs> it's probably about fucking an older person. And then uh, she, she like, finds other, uh... so, so, so that's the story. He's with this older lady, and he's being strung along, and then she goes out and finds, like, other guys. But now, at the time of this song, he's older than she was then. So he's, like, thinking about oh, it differently. Oh, so it is kind of a song about, like, aging and, like, the passage yeah. of time. Jack Terrycloth right now is, like, 50 years old. That's fine. <laughs> it's great. I don't like any punk bands where, like, the lead singer is younger than 40. <laughs> Because, like, when I think of old punks, I think of, like, Rancid or something, and they all just fucking look like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate to look at them. Yeah, I love to watch the CM Punk documentary like, and it's, see the Man of Rancid. It's definitely, like, they... It's like a gimmick at this point. Where even though Jack Terrycloth is kind of playing a character, I'm like, this is really this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm kind of scared to see Five Iron Frenzy in concert. Mm-hmm. Because they, like, broke up in 2003 when they were kind of getting older. Mm-hmm. And now in, like, 2014, they were like, mm, let's get back together and start making music again. Which just... And mm-hmm. I just... I don't... I like to, still to hear the sound of the things that they put out, but mm-hmm. I just don't know if I want to see it. Yeah, it's it might be kind of depressing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like to be uplifted at Christian Scott. Yeah, of course, yes. Raise you up. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the, the you know we're aging in this life, but when you're at a Christian Scott, you know your 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 eternal life is only just beginning. Uh, there's one lyric in this song that I really like. I'll say it in a normal voice so you can actually understand it. It's a part. Yeah, absolutely, he, but okay. He says, "I was, I was, I won't, I don't want to talk about this now." Uh huh. And I'm just like, "Wow, dude, that's relatable." <laughs> yeah. Just not wanting to deal with your problems, like yeah, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna fuck this old person. Yeah. yeah. And then get mad about it. Yeah. Um, hey, let's uh, go to the next song. Kind of pop in the sort of radio hit. Yeah, this is the, this is the point-counterpoint of <laughs> the world in British yeah, Friendship uh-huh. Society. Uh, only anarchists are pretty. So. And how how, uh, how are we ever going to have left unity? <laughs> if I'm sick of this sure. leftist infighting. I like to think of it as it's like one of those like um those posts that you'd see on like MySpace in two thousand six where it's but it's like anarchists are pretty, democratic socialists are cute, Marxist Leninists are sexy, are sexy. but like <laughs> Posadists are beautiful. Yes. <laughs> so maybe that's sort of what they were going for. Uh-huh. Uh this is this is the only song on the album that's like over four minutes. Like oh, yeah. most of them are pretty yeah. short. Mm-hmm. Um I do like how it starts with like, hey, if we get arrested uh, or, or shot, like, I'll see you later. Like, we'll be good. Yeah. Kind of every one of these songs is Jungle Land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Jungle Land or like more criminal. Yeah. Because in Jungle Land, you're just kind of like sitting on your car, if I remember correctly. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah, you, but you this are. just kind of like, yeah, we're on, like, there's. At least six of these songs are about being on the run from somebody. So, like, Jungle Land is like, oh, the, like, bands are battling for, like, to be famous. 
And this is just like a bunch of people fighting all the time. Yeah, it's just like going into a bar and saying fuck you to some guy and then running away. And being yeah. Like, what the fuck? Why did I do that? I love anarchy. I do like, um, I, yeah, it's in this in this one. I like that he calls his nose a snout. He says, you punch me squarely in my snout. That's he said, hey, true. you got he a debt. do that. It's God, good. I don't even notice that shit at this point with this band. I'm just like, yeah, dude, it's a snout, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is this is the big hit. This is like, if someone's like, hey, what song should I start with? Like, it's this one. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the this is the Danny California. Yeah, uh, you could say that. Except that it's good. That's oh, it's, my it's... hot take about Danny California. Oh, okay. Um, it's, so what's the good? Uh, it's kind of like the, the under the bridge mm-hmm. of Except this one kind of goes into, like, at one point, like, a halftime kind of feel with the piano and everything. And Under the Bridge is just... Under the Bridge is I Don't Ever Want to Feel Like I Did That Day. Uh, only Anarchists Are Pretty is I Want to Fight Someone's Boyfriend All the Time. <laughs> it's true. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah. Which, like, compared to others, like, there's a lot more anarchy in other songs than this one. It's just about getting into a fight with someone's boyfriend, pretty much. Also, it's sort of like a Puritan vibe, right? Because it talks about, like, the flash of the ankle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to take that, except, like, this is sort of taking place in a sort of, like, Salem Witch Trials community. Mm-hmm. What does he mean by with a flash of the ankle? And snarl of the lip. Like, does he have, like, an ankle knife? That would be sick. That would be fucking cool. It's probably that. <laughs> um... Is that is that it for this one? Do you have any uh, any other like uh, anything like against the title? Red Hot Chili Pepper song? No, like anything else you want to say about the title that you might have problems with? Or no, are, are I mean it? you know, it's, I mean that feel when you're not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one, I was like, hey Jack, the uh, only anarchists are pretty is like a little bit on the nose. Like I I get your whole vibe. And everything, but it's a little too kind of like right there. And he said, "He said, hey, don't worry about it, buddy. The next song is called Let's Steal Everything.'" <laughs> and this is, I think, this is the more, you know, regardless of of where you fall on the left. Uh huh. We can agree that let's steal everything. Let's steal everything. Did you see that political this is a song about toothbrushes? Yeah. Did you see that uh, like political, political compass, compass thing? Yeah. That yeah. Uh, everything is is theft except for literal theft <laughs> which is fine which is fine yeah yeah um, that's one of the best political compasses i think i've ever seen um i like it hey the, the thing is this S- steal everything but the thing but don't be a jerk that's the that's important part. true that's the one law of stealing of, of stealing have a professional <laughs> perspective on shoplifting as and this is this is okay. So if I'm, it's six weeks from now. I've forgotten everything about every album that I've ever heard, except for the one that we're doing this week for Fun Point. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to this album. I'm gonna listen to the brother, the mayor of the Bridgewater once. I'm gonna listen to Only Anarchists Are Pretty once. Probably gonna listen to Let's Steal Everything a lot. It's go. There's what when uh, the fucking wild klezmer shit that just like. Yeah. Kicked, like what the fuck it's is also going? like it's the first time that we really get his like crime voice yeah when he, he's like, like he makes his voice even even deeper and faster yeah <laughs> like it's like wow this dude this dude's a real criminal uh this did remind me of a memory as a child where one time a fan favorite character my dad 
Uh-huh. One time he had like a small digital camera, and I was like, "Wow, that looks expensive, Dad. Where did you get it?" And he looked at me, his young son, and he said, five finger discount." Fuck yeah!" And my stepmom was like, "Don't say that." And I was like, "Why is that like a bad word? I don't get it. How much did he pay for it?" And now I know my dad stole a camera. <laughs> so he's an ally. Yeah, to me, he would he would love this song. Yeah, <laughs> didn't didn't did no Kim likes only anarchists are pretty right. What's the she, one song from this that she likes? She she said she had that stuck in her head. I don't know if she likes okay. it, but I. Well, yeah, there's there's no way of knowing mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Because it would be very funny if this was the one that she liked. Yeah. <laughs> is this one of the this is one of the songs you can hear the circle pit in? Yeah, this is the one where I was like, yeah, as soon as the fucking chorus hits, it's mm. And I I have I we've said it before, I have absolutely zero desire to ever be in any like area where people's bodies are moving. Mm-hmm. But like that it kind of makes you want to jump in there. I can and, like, just... you know, still, like, have somebody in the balcony hold my glasses first and shit, and, like, no fucking throwing elbows, but, yeah. like, I'll, I'll, I'll push some people. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop in here real quick, and then I'll be right back. Please hold my phone and my glasses. Yeah, and I'm gonna and come back with like, missing three... Someone, someone stole three of my teeth as I was in the pit, so... <laughs> but I figured discount. I mean, this, yeah. Uh, it's good. Did you did you know that um, I had a similar story, except it was with John Cena and his move of the five knuckle shuffle? Did you know about that? What that was? I just assumed it's because he used his knuckles to to pit a man in the head. You would think that, but then you, when you're in middle school and you look it up on Urban Dictionary, it is a metaphor for masturbating. Oh yeah, because you you shuffle your finger shuffle, along, or your okay. hand along the, the, the I got all it. of it. I gotcha. That's genuinely like he named it after that, and they haven't changed it. I gotcha, John Cena. Yeah, so he's, he's he can be a crude one. <laughs> the PG. Tongue rules, though. The tongue rules. I want to fight so bad. I do. I want to get punched yeah. in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Jack, concuss me. Uh, speaking of another song that seems good to get beat up in a circle, uh, the next one is called "Annie the Imaginary Lawyer." This song, I I took the CD out of my car and I started yelling at it. What are you about? Because I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I I think it's just kind of like an anti-capitalist thing. It seems to me like it's kind of a Mr. Davolina thing, where he just like puts some words in an order that sounded fun to say. Yeah, I think it, the the every nothing matters in the song about the the lawyer, but the chorus is extremely fucking good. Um, I learned that it's fuck you, go shopping. Fuck you, go shopping! You're about as interesting as my rent. <laughs> it's so good. God, I'm, I am I listened to this song at least ten times over the last week. Didn't know that's what the chorus even was. And now I that thought you... It was like, I thought it was like, fuck yeah, the shepherd. <laughs> no, it's fuck you, go shopping. Fuck me for listening. I just spent all of my rent. <laughs> <laughs> So this, yeah, this is, this is, I think we talked about this on Bruce Springsteen also, but it's kind of like when, like, not to be a bootlicker, but like when you're, when you run in late for work and then your boss starts yelling at you, it's kind of like, okay, well they, mm-hmm. if it's like, if your landlord's like, hey, where's the rent? And you're like, I just spent all of it. Fuck the, you. The imaginary lawyer made me spend it. I do remember <laughs> a, a, like, interview with Jack Terrycloth and then, uh, someone, it was like kind of a rude question. But the guy was like, hey, is this, like, profitable, what you do? And uh-huh. that was basically the question. And he's like, hey, listen, buddy. 
money should never be the reason you do or don't do something. I haven't paid my rent in six months. <laughs> like, <laughs> so good. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm a grown man, and I wear a suit every day. <laughs> he's good. He's good. And they, and then at the end, they do say imaginary Annie a lot, and he's in the background going, Invisible Esquire! Yeah, which, which I like is to hear. this the beat? Is this the 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 introduction of the the like supportive voice where it's like imaginary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imaginary. Yeah. yeah, it's good. That part's good. It's good. Um, you wanna anything else to say about this one? Because I have. Yeah, a, I can't. Uh, I'm so pleased to find out that he was saying Invisible Esquire. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> what is this song about? It's about Annie the Imaginary Lawyer. All right, that checks out. See, the next song is clearer on what it's about. <laughs> the next song is called Me vs. Angry Mob. Uh-huh. So one thing that's confusing about this song is there's a there's a made-up character named Scott who he's talking to the whole time. So that's not a person in the band. No. When he and says, there's, also, there's another character in this. There's a Pete. There's a Pete. Pete. There's a Pete. But he does say, shut up. Anyways, shut up, Scott. You're not even really here. So I, I guess... <laughs> I guess it's supposed so to be Scott's like Scott's Annie the Imaginary Lawyer's all his other imaginary friends. Yeah, I guess it's like the bad conscience devil. Because right. this is about he goes into like a restaurant and like starts a fight and then gets chased by people and runs away. And that's pretty and much I don't it. Think, yeah, and like it's the, even the guys like what did you say to make that guy so angry that now there's an angry mob coming after us? And I don't think we find out. We don't. It's never fully explained. And then they're just, like, running, and they're like, I'm kind of fucking sick of this, but, oh well, it's kind of fun, I guess. It's another one where, like, the shit he's saying is actually kind of cool, but you can't understand it. Like, in the chorus, There's never been a time when brains have not won over, Braun, and we will live to see the dawn. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And Scott, you're still not really here. Yeah. And Scott, you're still not really here. Like, he's constantly reminding you through the song that Scott does not exist. <laughs> Invisible I, I, Esquire. I like the like. I guess it's one of the like parts after the chorus. Where, like, get home safely. I do. I do. Yeah. I always do. I miss you, bastard. <laughs> and it's like, I will. I do. Yeah. I I do, bastard. And, and wait. Well, hey. In, in the last verse, it says, "I'll just read it. I'm sick of it, Scott. Fighting. Sometimes winning. Sometimes my jaw needs icing. Do you think that I'm funny? And that's what I said to make that guy so angry." Okay, so somebody was just kind of telling a joke, and he didn't laugh, and you said, do you think that I'm funny? But then it it gets, like, wild with the music, and they just say, hey, 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 fuck you, buddy. And then the song <laughs> That ends. was probably closer to what was actually said. Yeah. Um, the way this, like... Okay, I, I forgot, because this isn't on the, like, lyric sheet, but this song does start with, like, dun 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 dun, dun like, the kind of, like, pounding beat. And he does yell, hands up, who wants to die? <laughs> he does say that. At yes. The... <laughs> yes. Fuck you, buddy. The house of the undying, Mr. Terrycloth. <laughs> um, so what did you do to make them take your dragons? Next up, we have Hot House Flowers. This, to me, is one of like the weaker songs on the album. 
but it's... I didn't like it at first, but it, it fucking grew on me, I gotta say. I don't know what it is playing at the start, like the Because it's, it's a lot more chill than the other ones. It's kind of more like a groove than like a circle pit fight thing. Yeah, I was, uh, I listened to it and I was like, well, I don't know what a hothouse flower is. And then like three days later, I was like making a bagel for breakfast and I was like, hothouse flowers growing up. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's good. Actually, I like it. <laughs> I don't know what it means either. But I did. I looked it up, and a hot house flower is like a greenhouse. It's like a flower that grows in like a greenhouse. Uh-huh. Which I, you know, I was like, oh great, this will help me to understand. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seemed. My understanding is that a hot house flower is like the opposite of a Kendrick Lamar flower. From like the concrete. Because like Kendrick Lamar is like if a flower blooms in a dark room, would you trust? Oh it? yeah yeah yeah. A flower that's like unsupported. It's in a dark room. Mm-hmm. And a hothouse flower is like you. Alternatively, it's like a very pampered flower. I, th- I would guess uh-huh. is the metaphor, but it doesn't really seem like it's about that. I don't know what this one's about. I gotta, t- I gotta tell you. Yeah, I don't think it's about being pampered. It seems like they just thought hothouse flowers was like a good thing to base a song around, and then kind of yeah. And it says it says growing up so strange. So maybe it's just like you know you're a weird kid because you grew up in a greenhouse. That's probably it. Uh, I also like when he says Terrence violin. Terrence violin, uh, yeah. Oh, the people's vomits and the couches and clothes. Yeah, that was my my Google Bordello node activated again, and I was like, oh, Tarantella, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know what that is. Uh, not like this song's fine, but I do want to talk about the next one. God, I want to talk about the next one. Next song is called Paul Robeson. Which Spotify yeah, lists you, as... please, Mr. Robinson, yeah, according pa- to Spot- fucking Spotify. Spotify says it's Paul Robinson, which fucking sucks. But uh, Yeah, at first I was like, wow, this seems like an interesting story. Better fucking Google Paul Robinson yeah. to see what this is about. Hey, we're back. Hey, we... speaking of being censored... Yeah, it's hey, it's been a while since, uh, like, P got episode 10 before, since, uh... Yeah. Some, my router was just like, hey... You don't need this default network anymore. I just think like, yeah, I do. Kind of stop for a bit. Just gonna take a break on this one. We all get. I mean, much. We all get tired. You know? We all get tired sometimes. So, did you hear uh, the the story of the introduction of the song at concerts? Um, I think that's when I died. Okay. So before when the song starts, well, before they play it, he, he our friend Jack is telling everyone about who Paul Robeson is, mm-hmm. and he says Paul Robeson's father was a slave. Can you imagine? And then he pulls. No, he's, and then for, then he goes. No, you cannot. And it's like good to me. Well, that's cool. That the yeah, because it's. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna level with you here. It's mostly white people at this kind of show. So yeah, there's one green man, but there's, the there's one. But you peel off that outer layer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paul Robeson. A, so circus uh, punk is kind of mostly a white person thing. Yeah, kinda. Huh. He's he's. Uh, you know, he's doing his part. Yeah. So, uh, so Paul Robeson was, like, a civil rights activist guy uh-huh. in the vampire times. and <laughs> Like the 1950s? Like the 19. 19- he was born in 1898. Holy God. Yeah. That's a fake time. <laughs> it is. It doesn't exist. But he was, like, a singer and an actor and everything. And then, you know, um, the government? Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, hey, uh, you say a lot of communist stuff. And he said, yeah. And they didn't like it. <laughs> there, cool. there, there, there were times. Time- a man blacklisted. What are you going to do? Blacklist me? Yeah. 
<laughs> there were times he would be taken like to court and he'd be like, all you have to do is say that you don't have anything to do with the Communist Party or the Soviet Union or anything like that, and then you can, like, we'll give you your passport and you can go perform in other countries. And he's like, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> so he, he stuck to his uh, to his ideals, is the thing. This is like, it's I every time the House on american Activities Committee does come up, it just because it... Just because it makes me mad, I do have to point out just the way that America talks about it. Uh-huh. Like, the way that, like, I learned it, and I imagine many other people in public schools, too. Like, when you learn about, like, the fucking Red Scare and the blacklisting and all that shit, you learn that, like, you learn that it was bad, and you learn that Joe McCarthy was bad. But hmm. you learn that it was bad because, well, they weren't really communists. They yeah. were just, like... They were just like they were. They were. I mean, probably like they were black people, so they were targeted for that reason. Mm. And also because like if they're just like fucking any sort of activist, then it's like oh, they were lumped in and being been like they. The problem wasn't that the government was like suppressing like left wing belief. Yeah, it was that no, they weren't really. They weren't they really, really communists. That was what was bad about it. Yeah, uh-huh. they were lying. <laughs> But if they were actually, like, persecuting communists. Weird how I never learned about Paul Robeson in school. Yeah, I just kind of didn't really learn about him, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird. Wow, it's weird that the school taught me the Pythagorean theorem, but they didn't teach me how to uh, do change, change a tire. <laughs> change a tire or that Paul Robeson played college football at Rutgers. Weird. Yeah. Like, this all fucking rules, This dude. song is, like, when it starts, it has, like, the music box intro. And mm-hmm. when I hear that, I'm like, I'm not going to like this. But the song yeah, is so good. And I was also like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Uh-huh. Whatever. Oh, and then I like, I was nine-tenths of the way to the skip button. And then it got good. And then it started saying that oppression will make you pay. And I was like, like right, that, this is another one where he's just saying, like, but, like, the actual lyrics, joy beats oppression, but oppression will make you pay. That's so mm. fucking good. Yeah. It's in the same way that, like, fucking... 10th Avenue Freeze Out made, like, a too-big suit appear on my body. Yeah. This one made, like, an Antifa mask. Yeah. Like, go on my face. Because the fucking, the lines at the end is, like, because the song is all about how, like, he, he got majorly fucked over and, like, he got, like, he was exhausted by the whole thing because how could you not when you're, like, isolated mm. and, like, you're blacklisted from, like, everything. Mm. And uh, it's, like, what is it? It says, like, don't hang a man out to dry again. Don't make him fight him all alone again. Yeah. It's like, all right, I won't, and then I put on my Antifa mask yeah. on. Yeah, take this and take this one thing with you to home and to work in your school and the mom and the dad. Like, don't they, then don't hang a man out to drag. So tell all your friends about Paul Robeson and be like Paul yeah. Robeson and throw a Molotov cocktail through every one of those windows. Solidarity, you know. Uh-huh. And then it says, "Speak up, blackout, blacklisted, full-bodied red." And I yeah. love to hear that every time. Speak up, blackout, blacklisted, blacklisted. full-bodied red. It's great. Not to. Uh, drag the world in uh, Inferno Friendship Society, but are they saying that uh, Paul Robeson wasn't pretty? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Well, just just a thinker. It's 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 more. This song shows that it's more on the inside that that counts <laughs> than. <laughs> yeah, we're all anarchists on the inside. Than, yeah, than outward appearances. Yeah, that's what really. Mm-hmm. Um. Hold on one second. Uh huh. Okay, I had, because I have two, after the disconnect, I have two audacities open, and I didn't see one recording, and I got very scared. Uh-huh. But the other one's... You died good. trying to drive two audacities. I, t- I drove two audacities to Brooks's house. <laughs> uh, this, this song's good. This country will always take back every damn thing it can. 
Yeah, it's really, it's, it's, like, unironic voice. I'm very, like, into, like, we can, we can talk about what society will look like after capitalism's gone. Like, I, I'm, I'm all about the, the left unity of it. But this, this is very, like, yeah! 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 yeah I great. agree! And this song's only, like, two minutes long. It's great. Yeah, it, it was one of the ones that, that I was like, oh, I guess I gotta listen to this one again, because I haven't gotten my fill yet. Uh-huh. Uh, the next one is called Me and the Mad Monkettes, and I don't know what, what that means. What the fuck is this song about, Eddie? Uh, this song- There's I, no- you can Google it, this song comes up. Uh, I don't know what the Mad Monkettes are, but, like, looking at the lyrics, I think it's just about being, like, a punk guy in New York in, like, the 70s and 80s. Okay. I, th- I guess the Monkettes are just, like, his crew. Because I know, like, the Monkees were a band. And yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with it. But the, the part where it's like, You feel the sound of every punk's heartbeat, and every uh-huh. time the cops drive by, we smile and smile. So I think it's just about, like, being kind of a punk guy. Yeah, it's about the rat and the barefoot girl. Yeah. I mean, Me I, and the Mad Monkettes. Yeah, it's good. I always forget about this song. because but Probably because I don't know what the Mad Monkettes are. Yeah, the whole time I was just like, "What is the Mad Monkettes? What is to be Corn Cob?" Yeah, yeah. Figure it out. And there's another. It's like at the village Halloween parade. Me and the Mad Monkettes, we carry the day. And the village in like Manhattan, like that neighborhood, mm-hmm. where lots of like counterculture stuff happened. Right. So, um, this one's okay. So it's not like one of my favorites, but yeah, this is okay. one of the. This is one of the ones that I would. Uh, and when I revisit Red Eye Soul, I'll probably skip probably it. Skip it. But, you know, you, you, you can't have 15 good songs. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not even a bad song, but you can't have, like, 15 repeat bangers. Yeah. Um, you get too tired. And the next one isn't really a song. Yeah, this is kind of an interesting one. Please, my favorite, Don't Be So Sad. It's, it's like, 30 seconds long, and it's just kind of him saying stuff in a voice over an acoustic guitar. It's like a fun skit. It's kind of a skit. It's a song, but it's, like, it's yeah. got... I like it. I like it. Uh, I've started to enjoy myself, and the only ones who have suffered from it are the landlords, and fuck them. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, this song, I don't know if it's about, like, the revolution happening, or if it's just about going off the grid and becoming, like, a full anarcho-primitivist. I, it might be. I feel like it's the latter, and I feel like it's just, like, the guy in that funny meme that's, like, who would win in a fight, and it's, like... yeah. <laughs> Uh, one me, with, me without my glasses or like a, a blurry an orange blur yeah and I mean we don't really have to spend that much time on it because it's just like not anything yeah. really it's nice it's it's like hey it's it's listen it's song 11 but I figure I should let you know how I feel about landlords yeah still still not, the landlords and creditors not a fan if not you, into them if you didn't pick pick up on that by now uh the next one I guess it's I don't know really how to say it I think it's fiend in I think it's supposed to be veen because I looked up what that word meant, and it sent me to a page about Vienna. Okay. So, maybe that's it. I, two hours ago, realized that the title wasn't Friend, and it says Fiend. It says Fiend. So my entire analysis of the song is fucking bullshit. Uh, well, disregarding the lyrics, the fucking music bangs. It's good. We just go full klezmer on this one. Yeah. It's really good. Um, Don't mind if I... Chase after sugary spoonfuls. Do you mind if I dropped out of the old school and got kicked out of the new school? <laughs> uh, like a lot of, 
I, I don't really know their like later albums that much, but a lot of his shtick is like, yeah, I'm an old ass punk dude. Sorry. <laughs> like, and sometimes I don't like it when I'm fucking old people, but other times, other times it's good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that then, but I'll probably, I probably like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this like whole like understanding that it's like, it's, this song's about like a friend who turns reactionary. Which, like, to me, growing up in the small town of Central Florida, it was like, ooh, huge mood. Ooh, big, big. Because yeah. it's like, at the very end, it's like, you know, getting chased through the streets by the likes of you. And, and there's fun. another point. It says, like, it's another point with, like, the backup vocals. No one's ever looked you in the face and said, we're not like you. We're not like you. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, nobody's ever, like, basically radicalized you and, like, told you that, like, the system is bad to you. Yeah. Your state is not your home. Your state is not your home, and it is hostile to you. Hostile to you. So uh-huh. there's that. Um, a good song. And even your friends at the art school, they're gonna have to choose, take a fucking side. Yeah. So this this is this, is, this seem like a pro art school band. Pro art. It's about hating centrists most of all. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's. Just, I mean, the best part about this is the music. Like the lyrics are good, but. <laughs> I meant the instruments. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Just like, welcome to Fun Point. Here's my, here's my review. I, I should have said <laughs> the instrumentals. I know. I, I knew exactly what you mean. The, but the best part of the music is probably right, the music. Like, if we, listen, if we had like a 30 second max fun ad for this podcast, God forbid. That would then be it. That, yeah, it would just be like, my favorite part of this album was the music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of overall. The music was good. Yeah. So that's that one. Yeah. The next one is Jerusalem Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's up. Boys. Headshot. Boys. Boys. <laughs> Sit down. Pour boys. up. Boys. <laughs> uh, I do, like, one of the lines in uh, in this song is, I kept my fingers crossed and my stomach in knots. And that's definitely uh-huh. something I had as, like, an AIM away message or something. Oh, yeah? It's good. To me as a teenager. Is like, yeah. that just beca- because of anxiety or because tummy trouble? <laughs> Probably both. Yeah. Like, at first it was the anxiety, and I was like, oh, I gotta put this now. Yeah. Um, God, I would have been so fucking, like, annoying about this band if I knew about it when, a- like, in the AIM days, if I was in fucking middle school. Uh-huh. God, I would have been the worst. Because I was already the worst about, like, mm, you guys, have you ever heard of Bob Dylan? But now, it, like, with, like, an actual, like, not well-known but good band. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't heard of the World Inferno Friendship Society? Well, oh, what do you know? That's, uh, I, guess, I guess they don't play that on your uh, local radio station, huh? Oh, that's weird. Weird. Oh. I, I wonder why. Huh. I wonder how I found it, honestly. Um, this song's okay. It's not, like, one of my favorites, but it's decent. They just say boys a they lot. Say, they say boys after every line. Like, da 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 Boys. Like, it's okay, but it's not yeah, really... Yeah, it's kind of like a mournful boys. Bo- it's not even like, boys, boys. There is, there is one part where he goes, like, boys. But that's as, like... <laughs> that's as much well, as sometimes, we get. Sometimes you just gotta, you gotta say it a different way. Yeah. Keep the mouth engaged. Uh, I do want to get to the next one, which is the Devil's Ball. Uh-huh. This one's good. I like this one better than Jerusalem Boys. If, like, this one is just, they, it's the, uh, there's the, the button that just says Klezmer, and it's Jack Terryclaw slamming yeah. it down. This is also with the sort of circus punk, the sort of ska, Klezmer genre. You, I have found that you have one contractually required horny song. 
You mm-hmm. get one. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be the devil's ball for this one. Okay. Well, the one about fucking an old lady was a little bit... Well, I didn't know about that one. Uh-huh. Anything could happen! <laughs> it's just immediately, like, he puts on, like, the horny voice, and he's like, convenience is the devil's tongue, honestly. It's, it's the, the devil's foreplay. Yeah. So, guess what can say? It's good. Anything could happen. It's good. Yeah, I like it. And and then it gets kind of like the the chorus, like, uh... What? The day after, the day of the dead boys and girls. Yeah, I guess fucking master of the house for a second. Yeah. Our children's children and our children's friends stealing chocolate on the day of the dead. Like, okay. Yeah, I don't really know what the whole day of the dead motif really does for the song, but I guess the devil's in the title. So you had to be a little bit spooky. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, on the Halloween show, there's like skulls and everything, so this is, this yeah. is a spooky one. Uh, do you think they'd be, this is like a very, this is like a shitty, like, Ben Shapiro reactionary question, but do you think they'd be mad if you, if they caught you stealing merch? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, they might be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you get one. You get one. Okay, I'll let you fail this time. Yeah, put some of them back, but you get one. Yeah, don't take all of it. Remember, d- d- don't get caught. You won't get caught if you don't get scared, so just kind of yeah, be cool yeah, about buddy, it. buddy, you got scared. Yeah. Uh, the last song on this album is So Long to the Circus. Mm-hmm. This one's good to me. This song, to me, is kind of... Well, it's about an illegal anarchist circus. Uh-huh. Which makes me think a lot about Johnny Knoxville. What about you? I... I did think that, but I'm willing to take this trip with you. Well, that's kind of it. It just really <laughs> reminded me a lot of... I started thinking about it, what an illegal anarchist circus would look like and i started thinking about the johnny knoxville movie action point in theaters 2018 oh the good movie that you like to see the good movie the the, not a lot of people went out for it Mm -hmm. even with movie pass you would think that more people would go see this one (laughs) but it was the only time that i have ever uh been in a theater all by myself just me Mm -hmm. and me and johnny But yeah, this song's good. I guess we can talk about it in a non-Johnny Knoxville I also. I just really love the intro to it. Like, of the uh, song. Yeah. Of, of the song, like, the, the bass with the, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And then it's, he does, like, the first verse, and then I think it's, like, one of the horns and the guitar play the same, like, dun 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 It just sounds so good. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it sounds so cool. Uh, yeah, and hey, it's it's the last song on the album, and he's saying, like, I always had a good sense of when it's time to get gone. Do mm-hmm. you get it? Yeah, because it's the album. It's the album. It's over now. Is this, like, is, do they have, like, a closer song at their live shows? Um, yeah, this, they, they, I don't think they really play this one that often. Hmm. The, uh, yeah, the two times I've seen them, they they close with the same song, but... Nothing. I guess it's a little on the nose to be yeah, like, wait, yeah. goodbye to the circus. Anyways, yeah. have a good one. Uh, this might be before the encore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. would be, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, it's good. It's a good end. And then you would, they would play Let's Steal Everything six times in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good way to, to end the album, to me. I agree. It's a lot um, like Action Point. A lot like Action Point. And that's, uh... Do you remember the part... Song? Uh-huh. In Action Point, uh, remind me when. Oh yeah, so the so after the movie when Johnny Knoxville's bonded with his granddaughter and he's reconnected with his daughter who is who's now like 
really high strung and she's, you know, she's business mm-hmm. and doesn't have time for a man. And then you see Johnny Knoxville in his old man, funny, bad grandpa makeup. And he walks out by himself to the front porch and he has a heart attack and he falls over. And he's by himself and you just see him sitting there. Uh-huh. And you think that's how the comedy movie of Action Point is going to end with bad grandpa just fucking dying tragically. But then he, then the, 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 the adult daughter comes out and she says, ah, I, you know, I, you're not going to fool me this time, Johnny Knoxville. And then he gets up and he's like, ah, I thought I'd try it. So it's like he's always up to, you know, it's like you wave goodbye to the circus, but like, don't worry, don't cry. It was just another circus. It was just your first time. You can, we can watch Action Point anytime you want. That sounds like a really good movie. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so hard to keep up this facade. It wasn't very good. Well, you're brave for seeing it. Thank you. You're brave for assigning this album because it was because I would have felt bad if I didn't like it because it was good and I do like it. No, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that. Uh, what do we do now? Do we do Slap City? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who went first last time? I'm gonna ask this. I, I think I think you did because I think the last song on the thing is Poly Six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you got this one. Take it away. So we've talked a lot on this uh, this podcast about HHJ, formerly known as Andrew Jackson Jihad, the band of my favorite. Mm-hmm. And um, they recently put out a uh, a like lost tracks thing, mm-hmm. a, a, a compilation album called Ugly Spiral. Okay. And um, their last song on there is called "I Miss You," and you might think, oh, there have been so many songs about that, but this one's also about um, shooting Ronald Reagan. Okay. I miss you Like grass misses a rake Like cheese misses cake Like cheese misses quake I miss you Like face misses book Mrs. Book just retired And Mr. Book is keeping busy all so, I mean, it's not all about that, but there is a shot, there is a part about John Hinckley and how it's very sad that he missed. Uh-huh. So, it's just, I, I don't know, it's been, like, all week, it's been, uh, it's been, like, my palate cleanser between World Inferno songs. Uh-huh. I can relate this to World Inferno in a second, but I'll let you yeah. keep going. And it's, 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 you know, I can't really relate to the content, because it's about, like, being, like, painfully sober on a good day, but it's like, I'm... Nothing painful about it, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's got this really good bass that it opens up with, and it's good to listen to, and I hope you like it. Okay. Well, I'll give that a listen. Uh, World Inferno also have a song called Secret Service Freedom Fighting USA. Okay. It, it's about it's how... some good names on other albums that I've seen. Yeah, it's uh, about, it's about, loosely based on the time when Ronald Reagan was, like, giving a speech somewhere around Jack Terry Claude's neighborhood. And I don't remember specifically who he called, but he called someone and said, I shot Ronald Reagan and I'm going to do it again and again and again. Okay. <laughs> and then the FBI came to his house and he ran away. Ah. So. <laughs> I mean, I like to hear it. Yeah. I know they also have a song called uh, Canonized Philip K. Dick, okay? Yeah. Which I like. I just like the, okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> just, just, just making sure you're cool with it. Yeah. Uh, my pick, because I picked the album, it's going to be Another World Inferno song. And this one, uh, you know I had to do it to him. This one is called My Ancestral Homeland, New Jersey. Okay. And it's good. Does it to me. (laughs) 
Great, like the Hornland Great, and it's about uh, leaving New Jersey but knowing you're gonna die there. <laughs> okay, like like the first lines are when I when I die they're gonna bury me in Jersey. I just know it, man. Well, you gotta. So it's about worrying about that and worrying that after you're gone, if the kids will still uh, smash shit up in New Jersey. Right. So that's sounds good. Yeah, it's a good, it's only like two minutes long, but it's really good. Yeah, um, I hope I hope that anarchy doesn't die with me. With me, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into questions. Yeah. Uh, fun point cast on Tumblr and Gmail. So send your stuff there. A lot of anonymous ones this week, uh-huh. and uh, not not to put anyone on blast. I don't want. Well, it's anonymous, so I can say anything because it's it's a mystery person. Yeah. But I know we're the goof boys, and we okay. like to crack jokes and make fun. But please don't just send stuff that says, like, Dio Obama. <laughs> because it's funny to me to read, but I don't think it'll generate that much discussion for the show. Right. So if you, ca- if you can, if you can find it in your hearts, please, <laughs> let's cut back on those a little bit. Uh, I'm going to keep this one in because it seems like what one... A fu- what a f- I'm sorry, just like, what a fun problem to have. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm being anonymously harassed by people who won't stop sending Dio Obama. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly barraged with the words Dio Obama. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, anyway. I guess, is is for you, because it says, Hey, Strongbed, how do you type with boxing gloves on? Okay, so that's sort of a famous Strongbed email thing that people would send. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a, a recurring... That's kind of the Dio Obama of Strongbed. <laughs> that's literally actually the Dio Obama of Strongbed, yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, now I know. God, I can't wait to make you learn about how I'm sort on this podcast. It's going to be, like, again, I'm really, I'm I'm glad to, you know, really get to know your taste in music better, get to share mine. I'm also excited to just fucking make you listen to shit, though. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, is it, are all the albums that you like good? I, <laughs> no. They all suck. I mean, there's probably going to be some stuff you won't like, but I'll try to tweak that, you know? Like, I'll probably focus on a band, and then of that, I'll pick one that I think you'll like the best or something. Uh, did we disconnect again? Uh, right back into it. Next Anonymous yeah. says, looking forward to... This one, I guess, was for me. Uh, uh-huh. Looking forward to the In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3 episode. Uh, that's Coheed and Cambria. Okay, I was gonna. Ask. I was. Th- it's that is my favorite Coheed and Cambria album, but I'm kind of tossing between. Mm-hmm. I, I know you like hearing these titles: "In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3" and "Good Apollo." I'm Burning Star Four Volume One from Fear Through the Eyes of Madness. I know the one that has Apollo in it. I've heard the one that has Apollo in it has Welcome Home. Uh huh. And I think you might like that album more. How does Welcome Home go again? What does the guitar sound like? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I had the fucking... No, that's, that's the 96 band. Quite Bitter Beings or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> From fucking I'm really CKY. Glad, I'm really glad I didn't start doing that without like the preface that I realized that it was the wrong band first. Can I tell better. you I've seen them before by accident? Really? They opened up for another band I was seeing, and no one m- moved until they played that song. <laughs> that so, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, also, if I don't uh, pick In Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3, I'll get to put the title track on Slap City. So, okay. Ah. And you're, you're, 
Which is I like, mean, again, again, Slap City can be Calvin Ball. But, yeah. But I, 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 I'm going to stick to the choice. rules. I'm going to stick to the rules. Okay. Um, Dr. Bull's Dandy asked this one. Nice. Red-Eyed Soul is so good, it single-handedly turned me into an anarchist, which is how I started moving away from mainstream U.S. politics and into leftism. Was there a piece of media that similarly lit, led to either of you radicalizing on a similar way? Alternatively, what media do you think is essential listening or viewing for leftists on the lookout for good things to enjoy? That's a good question that I wish I prepared for. This is good, because, but like I didn't really get into uh, leftism until our like good president was was here so uh-huh. i'm like fairly new because all this stuff when I, I was very like i'm a liberal and i'm good mm-hmm. and then i realized all that is like fake <laughs> and yeah. i was like i should probably actually believe something and do something uh-huh so that's um so a lot of i remember uh one bit the band that kind of falls into this for listening is reinventing axel rose by against me ah yeah which, yeah. has, which has a song, Baby, I'm an Anarchist. Yeah, you're a spineless liberal. And I remember being, like, mad at that. I was like, what's wrong with being liberal? <laughs> yeah. And now I know. <laughs> right. So there's that. I mean, I don't know. Because I don't think I... there was a thing that, like, like radicalized me right away. It was kind of like a slow kind of progress. Yeah. For me, it wasn't so much media as, like, in 2014, I, like... The Intercept put out an article about, like, <laughs> President Obama's drone program and how, like, it only, like, like nine out of ten of the people killed by drones were, like, non-combatants, big air quotes. Uh-huh. And I was like, mm, that's not so good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that maybe, at all. Maybe we're not the good guys. Yeah. Um, but I also, what, the closest thing that I have to one of these is, um, I was, as, as all, um, as all white boys in America... Um, I was big into Kurt Vonnegut in high school. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, like, a lot of his books are, like, anti-war, but he has this book, Hocus Pocus, that is explicitly, like, Mm pro-socialist. And for me, that really, like, primed me for, like, having the stink taken off of that word that, like, the rest of Mm -hmm. school and ideology has, like, done to the word. Uh, Have you ever Um, heard of a little book called 1984? I, no. What's it about? It's, so, there's, um, there's these animals, and they live on a farm. Uh-huh. And the pigs are are the bad ones. Damn. Makes you think. And there's yeah. a web? There's a web, and then... Very smart. And, and then the the, uh, the spider makes a web, and it says, all cops are bastards. Uh-huh. That's definitely a joke someone in our circle has told before. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I do also want to shout out uh, a friend of the show, Post Doe, who asked a similar question. So I hope this mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of helps both of you. Yeah. Um, that's it for questions this week. Because we need to stop recording right away because we keep getting disconnected. Yeah, we're censored. Censored by the government. Uh, Fucking. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. It's Um, been too much truth. So. Uh Uh-huh. It's your turn. Yeah. What do you got for me? So in keeping with um, the sort of anarcho themes of this album, um, I got, I, I, I wanted to sort of give you the, it got me thinking about, you know, like our, our electoral spectacle midterms are coming up. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give you, my friend Eddie, the sort of illusion of choice. Okay. So, and, I, and again, it's it's anarchism, it's, it's power to the people. I want you to have a say in this. So I've prepared some veiled choices for you. Okay. And are these like your so, riddles three? 
No, it's not. They're not riddles. I just don't want to like say, "Hey, do you want to listen to this one or this one?" Okay. So I want you to like, because like I, again, I know that like summer's ending. I don't know how much time you have. I don't know what kind of mood you're gonna be in. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know you might. So okay. So enough. So I have like a safe choice. Like the safe choice is like you know I've, I've you you might have fucking already listened to it. You probably you're probably gonna like it. It'll be fun to talk about. There's a there's a sen- there's a sensible centrist liberal who gets things done choice in the middle where you know you're probably not gonna like all of it but like here's probably something to like in there and then there's kind of a fun one that I don't think you're gonna like okay I mean so so what are you so is that a, is that enough information for you to select a, a path that diverged in the woods? Yeah, I mean, usually I uh, do things I like to do. Okay, so you're leaning towards maybe the, one of the first two. Yeah. So maybe... Okay, so I'll tell you, I'll give you a little bit more in, info on the choices. Okay. So the safe choice, mm-hmm. the, the, the traditional conservative choice... Uh, was featured in Tony Hawk's Underground. A song? The, okay. A song from this was featured on Tony Hawk's Underground. Okay. The sensible liberal who gets things done choice was featured in Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Okay. Was the third one on any soundtracks that I might be familiar with? The third one was on the digital praise PC game Guitar Praise, which is a Guitar Hero Christian parody. Okay, let me just uh, push that one to the side for a minute. Just push that, and uh, I will tell you, we're going to listen to all three of these albums. We'll, we'll get to it. Let's, let's listen. This is my first time playing through this game, so I just want to experience it. I'm going to bump it down to easy mode. Okay. So I get used to the gameplay, you know, for a fun okay. like, gamer metaphor. Yeah, uh, hit me, hit me with that first one. What do we okay, got? So the safe choice. Um, how, how familiar are you with rap opera? Not very. So I know this one album. <laughs> this album is from a two-person hip-hop supergroup called Deltron Thirty Thirty. Oh, I like Deltron. Yeah, we're gonna. Maybe, do you want to listen to Deltron? I'd like to listen to Deltron Thirty Thirty. All right, we're gonna do that one. Okay. I, forget, I figured is, you'd already like heard or potentially listened to it. Is that is that the name of the album or, or is it both? Like the group it's, and the they, album. Well, they've released they've released two albums. The first one is self titled and it's also better. So I want to talk about that one. Okay. But what's your familiarity with it? I rem- I think because wasn't uh, Dell the Funky Homo Sapien? Yes. Was Which on will like probably be my slap city next week. Was on like a Gorillas song. I think. Yeah, he's, he's on yeah, Clint East- yeah. Is he Clint Eastwood? Yeah, he's on. He's on Clint Eastwood. And I think I found him from that, and I listened to. Uh, I found Deltron Thirty Thirty after that, and I like. I it. see. I found out about him through Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three because he has the song about washing her ass. Okay, that was really funny. It's called "If You Must," and it's about washing your ass. Okay, so I'm looking. Oh, most of, okay. Most of these are. Uh, is this like the bonus version? Because there's a lot of songs on this one. Um, there's a, there's a, many of them are like skits. There's not an excessive amount of actual songs. I think there's probably like eight or nine musics in it. Uh-huh. And I think it only comes in at like an hour altogether. Okay. Yeah, I remember like, oh it. shit, yeah. There are technically 21 tracks, but as you can see, a significant number of them. What song was on Tony Hawk? Um, Tony Hawk, I believe had positive contacts. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, positive, positive contact. contact. <laughs> yeah. Heck, yeah. I'm going to devise a virus. It's for yeah, yeah, so your environment. Yeah. Okay. This is a good. This is a good pick. I like it. 
Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's looking at your options. It was the same, but and, and it's because I also haven't listened to it for like over ten years. So yeah, okay. The thing is, like, I every now and then I'll be um, lurking the bad web- website of Reddit, and like it'll get voted up to like the top of our music, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. All the comments are like, wow, this is one of the only hip hop albums that I'll listen to. This and, is this uh, is intellectual hip hop. Yeah, and that's no good. But uh, the album is good. I like it. I okay. like. All right, we'll this, talk the about second, that. The event two came out recently. It's pretty good, but like, also like fucking like James Franco's on it. So like, I don't want to uh, listen to that. Okay, strange choice. Yeah, so there. We'll do we'll do the first one. Okay, when you said Tony Hawk, I thought it was gonna be fucking like Superman. alien ant farm or Superman. Some shit. Uh, yeah, Goldfinger or something. <laughs> so I was, I was intrigued, and it turned out better than I expected. Yeah. Okay. So next week we're talking about Deltron 3030. Uh, yeah. I'll see you then. All right. Sounds good. Sorry. Give me some reggae. Semper funny. Semper funny. Bye. Sorry about the recording. <laughs> Once again, sorry about everything. Uh huh. Goodbye. Rip. Goodbye. <laughs>